I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me for this conversation is Raj Bakru, Chief Executive Officer and co-founder Blue Flame AI. And we're talking about his firm's purpose-built generative AI solution for alternative investment managers. We've been working in private beta with a number of our clients. We're pretty strictly focused on the investment management side and working with a number of clients in the alternative space of hedge hedge and private equity in particular. And what we've set out to do is bring generative AI to that client base. And the reason that we think that that's really interesting and and unique is there's these broad-based tech solutions that are out there. Everyone's played with ChatGPT. We've all seen the power and and the interest that everyone has in ChatGPT. But no one's really solved the question of how can I make this work for my work, my business? And that's really what we set out to do. We think it's specific solutions for the type of business that you run. So you can't take a solution that's going to work in healthcare and bring it to investment management, just completely different. And there's obviously also just unique privacy and security concerns in the space. And the team at Blue Flame, we're about 14 folks at this point. A number of us came out of cyber privacy and compliance backgrounds firms like ACA, you know, very deeply and intimately involved in understanding SEC and FCA and FINRA concerns around these types of things, in addition to obviously the the security and privacy concerns. So we've built the solution to address all of those concerns while addressing all of the opportunities that we see in the space. And because we've all come out of hedge and private equity and venture capital and service providers to that space, we've identified a number of really interesting opportunities that we think AI can unlock and, and just make these really expensive people who work in investment management get some time back and focus their their time and energy on things that are higher value add than tedious manual work. That's the background of Blue Flame. We've been building that for about a year and, and we're excited to be to, to be working with a number of clients at this point. Well, you mentioned the dreaded chat GPT. Chat GPT is great to help me do my homework, providing the teacher doesn't catch me at it. What is it? Specifically, you mentioned the fact that there are use cases. You didn't use the phrase use cases, but you mentioned effectively that there are use cases within the alternative investment management industry for generative AI. Can we explore some of these? Can you give us examples? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's interesting that it actually speaks to different people throughout the firm differently. And I'll give you some examples that will speak to different groups within each of these firms. On the investment research side, very simple one, very common one is we do tons of expert network calls as part of our investment research process. We have either transcripts or we have notes of these calls. We've often done dozens of these calls for for particular investments. Now I want to actually look across all of these calls and aggregate the content, either for you know synthesizing it for myself to digest it easier because I have information overload and tons of information coming at me, or to put it into an IC deck, an investment committee deck, or to put it in my research notes that the investor relations team or, or others have access to, my, my head of research has access to. The ability to look across all of these notes really quickly um, or these transcripts really quick, quickly saves hours for, for many of our clients. And that applies to other types of data as well. It could be earnings transcripts. It could be market research content from a Bain or BCG or McKinsey. It could be sell-side research reports that are coming out of the major banks. Just tons and tons of unstructured content, PDFs, Excel files that are being sent to investment research folks to synthesize 
we can now synthesize in mass faster um, and just make their jobs a little bit easier finding finding exactly what they're looking for. That's one on the investment research and trading side of things. On the fundraising and investor relations side of things, it's actually very similar, but more focused on, on things like DDQs and RFPs. If you're receiving these due diligence questionnaires, everyone dreads receiving one of these things. They're a massive file of endless questions that you think to yourself, I've already answered these questions a hundred times and I have all this pre-canned content that already addresses everything that this thing is asking me. Well, now we can actually draft the responses to all of those questions automatically off the content that you already have. Many of our clients take the most recent RFP or DDQ response that they submitted to someone else and they want to repurpose that for this next incremental DDQ or RFP. We can point it to that prior content feed in the new questions and have it draft the initial responses so that you don't need to go through that painstaking exercise of find the old content, copy it over, touch it up a little bit, or change the answer slightly to, to more directly address what, what the question asks. Making things like that super easy or fast, there's, you know, again, saves hours, hours and hours for people. And those are just two, two of many examples, but two that are, you know, extremely prominent and exciting for clients. We've done other things of, you know, just making it really easy for interaction with your CRM. So not even putting the content piece in, but, you know, as we all know, CRMs, deal management systems, research management systems, these are great little databases for hosting content, but that's only if the data gets in there. And most of these projects often fail because people are not putting the data into them. So what we've done is we've enabled it through natural language to be able to update these systems. So you can have a meeting with one of your prospective investors or current investors and just through natural language say, had a great meeting with the CIO of CalPERS, add a note that he's really excited about our new volatility strategy, add a task to follow up in three months when they're you know potentially laying out new mandates. And it'll take that natural language and update your CRM for you. So you don't need to go click around in these systems that are foreign, that are slow, and people just frankly don't do it because it's it's clunky. Um, so just huge amounts of opportunity to make life easier, better, make the data faster and more accessible. If you take that to its logical conclusion, do we lose the investment manager? Does the, the AI take over the actual investment decision-making? Because if you're synthesizing and analyzing all this data with a generative AI, is it not going to spit out at the other end a recommended strategy at the same time? I would make a bet that it wouldn't do as well as a human at that. So we're leaving the judgment and discretion and decision-making to human thought. Obviously, quant funds have been trying to get after the ability to invest off this type of thing, and they've done a great job. And my background actually personally comes out of a number of quant funds. But I actually, despite coming from quant funds, very much believe that humans have an important role to play in the investment process. It's a matter of taking all of this content and finding the right content to help you come to the right conclusion. AI today just can't do that as well as a human. It's not going to be able to take opinions like a human that are you know based on real life experience and, and factual factual experience and, and expectations. So yes, could you run an automated strategy with AI? Yes. Would it perform better than a human-based strategy? If you're a quant fund and that's all you do and you build it out, you can do obviously interesting things, but it's not going to do better than your, uh, with, without you know that type of focus, it's not going to do better than a human-based investment fund. What's the next step then? We have, and we are still coming to the grips with 
what artificial intelligence is going to do for us, even basic early stage artificial intelligence solutions. Where do the regulators stand on all this? Yeah, the SEC is actually doing a sweep on AI right now. And from what we've heard of that, you know, their big question is, and and this is the same thing as what they had done with really any emerging topic over the past 10 years. Their view right now is let's just understand what's going on. Let's understand how people are using this. So if you go back to when ESG became a thing or when cyber became a you know an important focus area and risk area, what they did is they went out to a bunch of managers and said, what are you doing in this space? And they're doing that assessment of the space right now. So on AI, they're going out to a bunch of folks and saying, how are you thinking about AI? What are your AI policies? What are the potential risks that you've identified? What are the opportunities you've identified? They're doing their information gathering. What I expect will happen, which is sort of the exact same thing as what they did with cyber and ESG and other risk areas, is they'll probably put out a risk alert. And in that risk alert, they'll lay out, these are the you know upsides of AI, but there's plenty of risks around it. Here's a list of 15 things that we're thinking about. And they're not going to explicitly put out a regulation on AI to start. They're going to say, these are the 15 things that we're looking at, and it's going to be a regulation by risk alert. Everyone's going to have to do something to address those 15 areas. Those 15 areas will be things like, how can you surveil and monitor your AI, I suspect. It will be, what are your AI policies, I suspect. And firms are, are going to see that and obviously want to address that. That's part of what we've been building into the solution is the ability to make it easy for the compliance officer to have a condoned solution for LLMs, right? You don't want your staff going to chat GBT directly and putting in investor data and putting in material non-public information. And um, that's what the SEC is really concerned about. Other regulators are going to be really concerned about. Um, so you need to have a policy around that and you need to have a solution that solves for that, allows you to interact with the LLMs in a safe and sanctioned way. What it comes down to, and I've said this to other people before, is the bottom line is it's about data. It's about the intelligent management and the intelligent use of data. And it's something that you have to either be transparent about or be clear why you're not being transparent about something. If it's if it's something that's not in the public domain and should not be in the public domain, yes, you can keep that to one side and say, I am keeping it to one side because it is not public data. But you have to say that to people, and then you have to explain why you've arrived at the conclusions you've arrived at and how you've arrived at them from the data you've got. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And and obviously, material non-public information comes in many forms, and people have different views on what constitutes material non-public information. But the big concern in AI is whether you're going to submit some of that MNPI to an LLM, a large language model, and they're going to train their data set on that material non-public info such that if someone else were to use the LLM, they can extract out that MNPI, right? That training data set, the use of the, the data in the training data set is the biggest concern for most people. Are there likely to be others? What's the future you see for this industry, for the use of generative AI in the investment management scene? How much more complex does it get or does it get simpler? Interestingly, you know, if you were to ask me this a year ago, I would have said it would get built into all of the existing solutions in the space, your order management system, your position management system, your research management solution will all have their own AI pieces to them. And I, I still believe that actually. But what I, I didn't realize or fully grasp is that 
there's actually going to be an AI management solution. And what we've seen at our clients is that there's such demand for automation through AI that they're going to actually have this dedicated platform that runs many of these AI tasks for them. And that's what we've become for them. I never anticipated this when we were building the firm, actually. We thought we would be providing you know, a point solution to, to support investment research or fundraising, but it very quickly spread beyond and said, hey, if we could do this or that on this platform, that would be you know, incredible time savings for our firm, hugely value add. We won't need to hire as many analysts as we used to have to hire. So we we will just get leverage and scale and be able to do what we're you know want to do with greater efficiency. And that's a large platform. It's a customized platform. They've, you know, every firm has a slightly different way of being able to or, or wanting to do this, you know, slicing and dicing and interrogation of their content. Many of our clients have terabytes of data that they want to work through. It's so common for us to see the shared drive of models and research and, and all of this content that spans sometimes 20 to 40 years. And it's anywhere from one to ter- one to five terabytes of data that's a gold mine from a historical data perspective, but they've never been able to access it before. And now, now we're giving them basically the opportunity to inquire about this history and find this needle in a haystack from you know 15 years ago that they've never been able to find. I think the phrase you're looking for is inquire within about everything. Exactly. There's been a big push, you know, to move more and more to structured data, obviously, over over the past 20 years, right? Get everything into a database. What this has unlocked is the mass, you know, the 90% of data that doesn't sit in a database, the the 90% that's unstructured content, which is where all of the history lies and all of the really interesting intel lies and all of the nuance lies. Uh, So now, now that's all being unlocked. Raj Bakru, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder, Blue Flame AI. 